I'm your host, Katiana, and I'm here with my co-host, James. Welcome to My 99 Cents, a podcast about youth in the working world. We are so excited to take you guys all along on our journey to see what the working world is like from the eyes of a Gen Zer. Today, we're going to be joined with a very special guest, the CEO and founder of Sour Sally in Indonesia named Donny Pramono. Yeah, before we start, I'll just explain like what this project is. So um, as youth in Indonesia, the problem that we saw was like the biggest problem is that so many kids our age isn't really involved in business or they're scared to go into business or they don't really have anyone to look up to. So we've invited like big people in business like you to share with us like your story in business and so like in hopes to inspire other Gen Zers like us to, you know, be risky in business, to actually be creative and um, be brave to go into that world. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm not that big myself, but I'll try to give my side of the coin. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. So um, let's, let's get started. So like the first question is like, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like what's your main job, how old you are and like, uh, what did you major in? Like, introduce yourself. Hi, uh, my name is Donny Pramono. I'm the founder and CEO of uh, FMB group named Sour Sally Group. So um, I've been doing this FMB business for the last 12 years. I started when I was 28, 26. Now I am 38. So yeah, a little bit of experience already in this field. And currently Sour Sally Group already have uh, four brands under the group and two affiliate brands. We have about 250 stores have already been opened and we have yet to open our 200 franchisee stores. Other than um, FMB uh, brand and stores, I also have an investment company called Celera Capital. What is Celera Capital? Celera Capital is a company that is uh, that vision is to empower local brands and local creations. So we do strategic investment into uh, local startups uh, in the FMB ecosystem. And also we can JV with brands or uh, FMB products or brands uh, that has good product, good brand, but has uh, problems or maybe a difficulty in scaling up. So let's say uh, mm-hmm. one of your friends or uh, anyone of uh, your family or yourself have a nasi goreng place or bami place. Uh, doing well, one, two outlets that wants to go to scale to 50 outlets, but uh, 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 scared to do so or don't know how to, uh, uh, about the management to do so, uh, we can help. Mm. And other than that, I also do some investment. I have some uh, investment in properties. I have investment in PEs. And then I also have a startup school, actually. I have startup school named uh, Purwadika Startup School. So uh, basically, it teaches about coding and also about uh, starting a startup. Mm. Yeah, that's more or less about me. Do you want me to share about my hobby too? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, uh, because it's, it's quite an open-ended question. Yeah. So other yeah. than business, I like to share. Like today, I uh, quite often I share in uh, uh, conferences, talk show, uh, webinars, and also I like to. Uh, uh, learn from uh, more successful people and learn from uh, uh, even learn from uh, high school students like you right um, you have a very good mindset in starting this project 
And also, I like uh, most of all, I like to watch football, watch soccer. Mm. Mm. Okay, so uh, okay. I really want to ask, like, how did you get like uh, started in all this? Like, what was the what was the first one? Okay, the first one was Sour Sally. I started when I was in, uh, when I just finished my master degree. Uh, I had my master degree in LA. I uh, had my undergrad uh, university uh, degree in um, Pennsylvania, in Penn State. So I started out of a hobby, actually. It's my passion. I like to eat frozen yogurt now when I was in LA. I used to frequent uh, frozen yogurt shops like two, three times a week, hang out in, in frozen yogurt shops. One day, my mom came from my graduation, my parents. Um, I took them to uh, to one of the my favorite frozen yogurt stores. Um, they liked it. There was a long line, so that's where the idea came from. So it basically came from my passion, my hobby, and also a little bit of encouragement for my parents. Mm. They like the product where... and they get the idea. Oh yeah! At that time, were there any other frozen yogurt stores in Indonesia, or were you like one of the first like frozen yogurt yogurt business? I was actually the first, yeah, the first frozen yogurt uh, in Indonesia at that time. There was another brand, but I wouldn't call them as frozen yogurt because we have a different business model. They they are towards more yogurt, ice creamy kind of yogurt, but uh, like frozen yogurt, like sour jelly model with toppings and everything. I was actually the pioneer. Sour Sally was the pioneer. Mm. How did you like, um, was it like really scary starting like a risk like that? How did you know or like how could you ensure that this would be successful in Indonesia? Uh, I didn't know it was going to be successful, right, to be honest. Uh, I wasn't really scared. I was just excited because I, it was my first uh, real business that I, uh, I started. So uh, the feeling was sort of uh, uh, excitement, uh, challenging. Uh, I felt a lot of challenge. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Self, uh, just not justification. Self, self improvement, improvement maybe, uh, because I want to prove myself that I can do it. I want to be successful in business. I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur, a businessman, right? Um, so I think when I first started, uh, and everybody that wants to start business, they have to have the patience first, right? Yeah. Because starting a business, running a business is not easy, especially, uh, uh, when you are the pioneer, right? There's no one to look up to in, uh, in, in, in your, in your market, right? Uh, you have to draw, uh, encouragement. You have to draw innovation and creativity out of yourself, right? Uh, so passion is number one. Second is you have to have um, the mentality as an entrepreneur because being an entrepreneur is not easy. Being an entrepreneur is that you have to understand that it's not all about uh, success, right? It's not all about money, right? It's more about, it's a journey. The success is not a destination. Uh, being an entrepreneur, success is a, it's a journey, right? So along the journey, there is going to be uh, stress, there's gonna be insomnia, there's gonna be uh, uh, sadness probably, there's gonna be uh, anger probably, yeah? So there, you have to be comfortable with all of that. So you have to have that, that kind of mentality. Mentality of an entrepreneur is to be able to be comfortable with success and comfortable with uh, repeated failures, yeah? 
and, and every failures you need to learn in order to achieve the next success. And you cannot be satisfied with one success if you want to uh, keep going because I think uh, entrepreneurship is just like swimming, you know, because when you swim, if you stop swimming, if you stop moving, you get drowned, right? Uh, but if you just keep swimming, uh, just moving on the on the place, you'll stay alive, but you're not gonna go go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's very important to have the vision also. That's why the patient is actually that can lead you to a vision, right? So patient mentality as an entrepreneur, and the last one is I think the most important is creativity. You have to have creativity. You cannot just follow and copy paste whatever people doing. Uh, you can copy and paste, but uh, I like to uh, this term called ATM. Uh, in Indonesian called amati, tiru, and modifica- modifikasi. Yeah. So you you take a look, you, you copy, but you modify to make it something better or something that is more unique. Mm. Yeah, you talked a lot about mentality and like uh, grit, right? So what kept you like inspired along this whole journey? And what kept you motivated? What kept me motivated? Mm. I... Probably it's different from others. A lot of people say that, oh, my motiva- a lot of people's motivation is, I want to get my first Ferrari. I want to get my first uh, Patek Philippe watch or Rolex watch, you know. I want to get my first million. For me, it's not about that. It's, for me, it's about, uh, what do you call it? Um, self-improvement, yeah? I like to prove myself. I like to be successful. I like to do something and be successful. And then I think second is, the swimming, swimming mentality. I, I don't want to get drowned. See? Uh, so I have to keep moving. But I don't want to stand because I like success. I like the feeling of doing something, uh, the challenge, and be able to succeed. So I try to swim with the direction. I have a vision and I go towards the direction. So that's more like motiv- my motivation. Mm. Mm. Personally, I'm like a really big fan of Sour Sally. I love Sour Sally, especially the the black flavor. Um, Thank you. Like, I know that, yeah, it, it, it's like one of the best like a tasting um, frozen yogurt in Indonesia or like probably the whole world. Did you like make you. it yourself? Did you, did you make, like experiment with the flavors all yourself starting from scratch? Yes. At the beginning, yes. So I had, I, I applied and I worked for three months in one of the frozen yogurt stores at that time just to learn how to operate a frozen yogurt store, right? So I have to get to experience it because I'm not from a food background, right? I'm not from a a food and science uh, major in my university years. I was in marketing and accounting. So I had to learn some skills of it. So I learned and then the recipe Yes, I learned also about the recipe. I tried to find my ways to get the recipe up and going. So yeah, at the beginning, it's all about me getting ready with the skill, learning the skill in order to do it. But now I don't think you need... Yeah, can, you, uh, I think uh, for, that's for now, that's my route. That's my route of starting. But a lot of people's route can be different. You see, some of them probably change, have the business mind, the creativity mind, right? Probably Katiana have the recipe. You guys can join together, can JV together, can collaborate, collaborate together to form a company. Mm. So my route is a bit, uh, my route and other people could be different, but that's my route. That's how I started. Mm. <clears throat> mm. Um, but 
more than just like um, the the flavor and how good Sour Sally is, what does it take to make a business as successful as like Sour Sally? Is it the marketing? Is it the timing? Or like what do you really need in a business? In a particular business or as a businessman? As a businessman. Okay. So it's more general, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a businessman. Uh, I think I already mentioned the three, the three things that is more important, most important, which is the patient, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, patient is important to keep you going, to facing the hurdles and the challenges. Second is the mentality. Again, uh, mentality is very important because if you, because a lot of people, okay, a lot of people get success, right, instantly, but if they don't have the right mentality, then they will not be able to be successful uh, for a long time, right? They only have a, that's called, uh, probably, you, that's what you can call what one, one hit success, right? One single success, like maybe movie stars, one movie success, or uh, actress, one song success, right? And after that, gone, right? You cannot be continuity, be successful through the journey, right? So that's why it is important to have the mentality. You have to be comfortable with success. You have to be comfortable with, with failures. That's number two. Number three is creativity. So that's, I think that's, that's the three most basic, uh, mm. most important thing that you need to have in order to be an entrepreneur mm. uh, at this time, yeah. Yeah, um, you talked a lot about like one hit wonders, right? And so can, can you talk to us a lot about like scaling and diversifying? Because I know you started with Sour Sally, right? But it's like really apparent that you diversified and scaled up and have a lot of different ventures. Now you have like, I know you have like a Gulu Gulu, right? And you're investing companies. How, how did that happen? So it's all about um, scaling up. Yeah, the idea came that uh, through the learning experience last time when I went, I started Gulu Gulu about two and a half years ago. So we are on the 10th year of Sour Sally. We learn a lot. Sour Sally experienced downfall and after that, come back up again so during the downfall we learn a lot during the 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 rising up again we learn a lot also so taking from those learning we applied it to gulu gulu and it turned out to be a successful brand too right so um what makes us i think it's only natural because uh you have as i say when we swim we have to swim towards the direction we have to swim up right we have to go towards the direction you cannot just swim and just move your body just in order to stay afloat and alive because Sooner than later, imagine that you are, if the, the business world getting more competition, right? Yes. The industry getting more competition, right? So if you, if, if, you, if, you, if you liken the competition as to the waves, right? The bigger the competition, the bigger the wave, imagine you just swim and then you just stay, stay afloat. You will mm-hmm. drown because the wave are going to eat you up. So you need to move towards a direction in order to, 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 to search for a, a more success and getting bigger and bigger. Right, so uh, that's very important. That's why the, the analogy that we want to grow faster, we want to grow bigger. That's why we create more brand, and now we have an investment company also to help with the growth. Mm. Um, so, <laughs> continuing continuing with your analogy of swimming forward, uh, what do you think about uh, the importance of integrating uh, technology and in the, uh, like the new digital age of the world? Like a lot of businesses are going digital. What do you think is the importance of that, and how have you integrated your business? Yeah, uh, we are doing a lot with that now, especially after the COVID, yeah, in the new normal, right? The mm-hmm. swift change, the change to uh, from the conventional to the to the digital is 
uh, accelerated is being accelerated very much so we are now building a cloud kitchen we have a lot of new opening stores which is cloud stores right uh, we are building an app uh, for all the sour Sally group customers so all the app will have our brands inside uh, we are investing in a lot of uh, digital space like Celera uh, Capital investing in uh, uh, in ESB. ESB is one of the POS ERP system company. We also investing in Afos. Afos is our biggest e-sport team in Southeast Asia, right? With uh, whose customer base is pretty much similar with ours. Uh, they have also talent management influencer. Uh, we know that um, digital marketing is not very important. That's why that's the angle that we invest. And um, we also have launching a virtual pocket franchise for. A Sour Sally group of brands soon. So people can own the franchise of Sour, any of Sour Sally group brands like Sour Sally, Gulu Gulu, Fika, Wautek just at the palm of their handphone or their pocket, right? Because handphone, your cell phone, you put in the pocket. That's, called, that's why we call it pocket franchise, right? Uh, so you can have your stores, online stores. They can sell any of Sour Sally brands or sell, sell, sell Sour Sally or Gulu Gulu products and you get a royalty from that, from that uh, revenue sharing. So uh, that's the initiation we, 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 are, we are going with. So uh, uh, we are pretty much going towards the digital side. So we are improving on that side. Mm. <clears throat> um, on the topic of your like investment for local startups, what really made you want to do that? Because I know that a lot of times people just want to invest in like those foreign businesses that are like very big and like, you know, a lot of times people don't really see potential in local startups, but what uh, made you have a different mindset? What made us have a different mindset is because we know that, okay, so that in Celera Capital, in our investment company called Celera Capital, there are two big pillars that supports the growth of the business, right? The, the first pillar is the FMB brands and the stores itself, right? Growing number of brands, growing number of stores. But we know that growing number of brands and number of stores, you need the right ecosystem to support the growth, right? So the ecosystem will be supported from the pillar two investment. That's why we invest in a lot of startup that can contribute, that can create value and supporting the pillar number one, which is the number of brands and the number of stores. For example, we invest in the largest uh, central kitchen and cloud kitchen startup in Indonesia called Yami Corp. They have about 70 locations now in order to support our growth. So uh, uh, number of stores, then we invest in them also. And then we invest in um, yeah, Airforce. Airforce is the largest uh, uh, e-sport uh, e team in Southeast Asia. Yeah, and they're going towards, uh, uh, they, are tele they have an uh, influencer management company called WIM that has 300 influencers, content creators inside it. So we know that business nowadays needs a lot of content creation. Content is the new uh, way of marketing. Content is the new way of currency, which people say. So that's why we invest in them. So that's the reason why we, we are going to this. Pillar two to support the pillar one. Pillar one to support the pillar two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, like, I know that you started Sour Sally when you were pretty young, like in your 20s. A lot of times, however, like, um, people aren't, like, there's like ageism where usually like, um, older people look down on like younger people, especially in the world of business. They tell you like, what do you know? What made you like overcome that and like, just like had that mindset of like, just do it? Um, uh, I think 
yeah that's that happens to me last time too right uh, uh when people you start young a lot of people older than you look down on you and 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 taking light of you right but nowadays i think there's a lot of success that has been achieved by young people even younger than me when i started i was 25 and a half 26 but now i see a lot of people starting at 20 19 21 right and they become successful so i think it's easier for uh, the the generation z right you are the generation z right yeah. so it's easier generation z now because a lot of people uh, 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 in 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 the millennial age right already paved the way for you guys for the generation z that young people can also be successful so uh, i think for the the generation z now is easier not not i say it's easier but I mean, the pathway is there that a lot of successful young people actually young people, you know. So, uh, but uh, again, uh, if your older people say that, taking light of you, you can just prove it by by the works, by the 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 the, the, the quality of your work or the quality of the business that you are starting. Prove them with prove them with uh, with the business itself. Don't need to challenge them with 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 words. Mm. Yeah, that's incredible. I really agree with that mindset. And um, like, stay, keeping on that topic, like, what would you say to like the younger generation, my generation, on who really want to make an impact or, or be involved in their community and the working world, but are afraid to do so? Like, what is that big main advice that you think will be really useful for them? I think you just have to have the uh, passion, right? And then you have the courage to start because you are still young. I mean, if you don't have a mentality of entrepreneur now, or you don't have that creativity yet, right? Uh, passion and courage is the number one that gets you going, right? You can try and you can fail. It's fine as long as you learn from the failures. You're still young. Uh, there's still a long way to go. Uh, probably, if you want to start working, get into working world, work for. Uh, 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 for a small company or medium-sized company, whereby you can learn from the from the founder or the, or the entrepreneurs, your boss, right? You can learn from them and see. Learning from the ex, the ex, more experienced guy is the best way of learning because uh, you can learn and make mistakes uh, with the with with the less uh, well less uh, what do you call it less uh, 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 damaging uh, effect, right? So uh, my advice will be. Just go out, have courage, have passion, and just start. But don't just start and just do it. But you have to learn in every single steps that you take, whether it's failure, whether it's success. Because there's always point to learn from each success and each failures. Both ways you have to learn. I always mm-hmm. tell my team that every campaign, every product that we are successful or we fail, we have to learn both. Because if it's success, it just it's not just by luck. You need the success, learning from the success. But if you fail, no worries. As long as you learn and make it better for the next time. Mm. Mm. When like Sour Sally was at his like lowest points, did you ever have like a thought of just like giving up and just like letting go of like everything you worked hard for, or did you like never had that thought at all? Mm. I never had that thought of giving up, but a lot of people. Uh, surrounding me, sort of give that kind of thought, because a lot of them say that um, the the South Sally trend is over. You have to accept it, you know that kind of thing, because FMB 
is a trend business. A lot of people say that, right? So I had a lot of thought, but I I didn't really believe that. I uh, tried to find the answers to my problem, and finally I got the solution, and I come out of it, and we become more successful. Mm. I think it's important for people to understand their own industry, yeah. So that's uh, when when Saksasi, when Sarseli had a downfall time that time, that's where we learn more about the FMB industry. Mm. What especially did you learn about um, the FMB industry um, during like that downfall? Uh, I learned that FMB have three phases, big phases that a lot of people don't understand. Uh, the first phase is the trend or the hype phase in which a lot of brands succeed and then fail on the first phase. That's why a lot of terms, a lot of people start saying about, about oh, FMB is just trending business. You know, when the trend dies out, then that's it, right? Time to to close the business, right? A lot of people fail in that first one. A lot of people become successful on the first one and fail on the first one. It's normal, right? Because trend, the trend phase is only three months, six months, one year, maximum two years. Right, yeah. that's where the where the start selling experience at the at the beginning. But if you manage to come out from the first phase, then you jump into the second phase, which is the habit or the lifestyle phase. When a brand or a product become a habit or a lifestyle, then it's safe. It's gonna be there. It's sustainable. Yeah. Right. Uh, that's where start selling is now. Twelve years, it already become a habit, become a lifestyle. You go to the mall, you want to eat ice cream, you want to eat something cold, you eat sour celery, right? Uh, uh, you go to the mall, you want to have a refreshment period, refreshment time, you eat sour celery. Probably you, you take away now is in COVID years, the taking the tech pack home, the half a liter, one liter pack is uh, more and more people buy while they're watching Netflix, they're eating sour celery, that kind of thing, right? So it become a habit or a lifestyle. So uh, it, 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 the lifestyle become a, uh, longer. So uh, that's what I'm learning. And then the third phase, then then you see some brands or some products like martabak or nasi goreng, right? Uh, uh, and a lot of other products, sate, yang, that never dies. Yeah, kan? If people say FMB is a trend, why martabak never dies? Why sate never dies? Why nasi goreng never dies? Right? Yeah. That's because they are in phase three already. Phase three is already a culture, a culture mm-hmm. of that community or culture of that country. For example, sushi. Sushi has been around in Japan. When you remember about Japan, you remember sushi, right? When you remember about Singapore, you remember about chicken rice, right? Chicken rice and sushi has been there forever. So you cannot apply that say, oh, FMB is just trend. No. Look at sushi, look at chicken rice, look at martabak, look at bakso, right? It's been there forever. Look at bakmi, it's been there forever, right? So that's what make me try to think like, if people say FMB is a trend, Why there's so many products that sustain for so long? Then I start to get understanding about the three spaces of uh, FMB business. Yeah. Mm, thank you. Yeah, that was like really good advice because I'm planning on starting like my own FMB small business. Oh wow! Too. What yeah. product? Um, kombucha. <laughs> kombucha. What is kombucha? Yeah. It's like a probiotic drink. Um, it's basically like tea, and you ferment it for like a week or so. Um, but I'm like still weighing out if it's worth it and if it's gonna be scalable or not in the future. Is it? Is a healthy product? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a healthy product. I see. Yeah. The health product, healthy product, it's a trend. It's starting to be a trend in Indonesia. 
but whether it's gonna be a habit or lifestyle or the market is big enough can grow fast enough is still questionable mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. so like, that's uh, that's my advice to you yeah it's different from the united states where like you know people are very like vegans they're so healthy that's why i, I was like yes. still considering and weighing that out yeah true because america lifestyle is different from indonesia lifestyle indonesia still cannot we indonesia lifestyle okay salad has been a for example salad the healthy lifestyle right salad has been a a habit a culture in america yes in indonesia our culture is gorengan <laughs> nasi goreng sate that's our culture remember what i said about food as a culture it will never go away because that's the culture mm. like for example uh okay it's still off topic yeah uh but this this is a good example shark fin Yeah. Shark fin is not good for shark uh, apa, uh, habitat, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are trying, a lot of government trying to curb the killing of sharks. But it's very hard to stop that. Because why? Shark fin has been a generational, cultural, premium food from dynasty to dynasty in Chinese history. Yeah. So mm-hmm. how can you, eat, when you, when you try to stop people eating shark fin, that means you try to take away a culture out of Chinese culture, yeah. you know, it's very hard. It's very difficult. So that's why a lot of now it's called illegal shark hunting, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because there is always a demand for that. Yeah. Imagine trying to take away sate ayam from Indonesian punya culture. Bilang now ayam is uh, uh, what do you call it? Ayam is a chicken is a is a, pr- a protected animal, right? You cannot eat chicken anymore. It's very hard. Yeah. People try find ways to have a illegal. Uh, illegal chicken killing or chicken uh, sate ayam, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. I completely agree. Yeah, thank you so much, uh, Uncle Donny. Like, Sour Sally has definitely been a part of me and Katiana's habits after school. <laughs> thank you. Like Hopefully, a- it can become a culture, yeah, Indonesian culture. So, thing. any of your friends from overseas or family come to Indonesia, first food they should try is nasi goreng sate. But for the dessert, <laughs> Always have sour Sally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for coming on, and I think that's all the time we have for today. Uh, thank you so thank much. Thank you. And we really appreciate all the best. Your words. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much, Uncle. Bye bye. Thank you. All the best.